0: I hear the horn blaring and the hammers hitting the steel. This is Thursday Night Football Preview for the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. It is Season 3, Episode 105. I'm Derek Rusnick, your host with the most, and my co-host that likes to boast about ghosts. I be Caleb. How are you, sir?
1: That Vikings horn may be the worst sound ever made by humanity <laughs> ever. It is it is horrible sounding. And I, I say that as someone who might affiliate with like Vikings in general, but I can't affiliate with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they're very landlocked. I don't think that's a spot that any true Viking would ever really want to go. To despite the fact that their stadium does look like a gigantic boat.
0: So, as uh, if you've not heard our Thursday night football preview episode before, we will go over the the game and who is our impactful players. We have a little bit of of a, a toss up this week instead of us going over um, like the the crucial coach and the Derricks, dude in the trench. We're still going to have uh, those, but it's just a different format. We're going to do a draft of our top, top 10 most impactful people in the Thursday night football game. We, of course, will take the, the game against the spread. We'll pick it. I will have my pick. Caleb has his pick, which Caleb's pick will be wrong because it's Caleb. And then we will talk about week 14 of the the NFL season, and we will have our picks for those. So let's move into uh, Thursday night football's Steelers at Minnesota. It's going to be a cold game. Um, so I think I have the uh, the top pick, the number one overall pick for Thursday night football. Caleb, okay, is that correct?
1: That is correct.
0: Okay. Well, my number one overall pick is – actually my dude in the trench and that is going to be tj watt he may not be in the trenches per se but he is my defensive player of the year for last year i don't care what the voters say Um, and he is having a great season this year disrupting quarterbacks and so i think he is going to have a couple of meetings maybe have a sit-down conversation with Kirk cousins in the backfield Caleb Hoosier, overall number one and the number two overall pick in this uh, draft.
1: So I'm going to go on the other side of the ball, and I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I think if there's anyone that they can trust to be dynamic on that Minnesota offense, that's him. I think he's going to have a tough time. I think he will likely be double teamed. But when Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen are both likely going to be out, Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, he's either going to have an impact and Minnesota's going to look okay or he's not going to have an impact, and Minnesota's going to look really bad. So I feel like if you want to know how Minnesota is doing on offense, Justin Jefferson is definitely the person to watch.
0: So my uh, second pick in this draft and number three overall is going to be a man that I have to apologize to. Najee Harris, I'm sorry. I did not think that you were going to be as impactful as you have been for the Steelers. So, recently we've learned that Big Ben is probably going to hang it up after this year. And I was very worried that uh, the Steelers were going to be in a bad place, uh, that they would not have a, a number one offensive player anymore. And because, you know, the Killer Bees are gone. Um, from the from the, the from the last few years but it looks like moving forward for at least the next few years Najee harris is going to be the focal point of that offense and i'm going to say that even in a young uh career that he has been doing some great things on and off the field so Najee harris is my number three uh let's go to number four caleb
1: I'm going to stick with the wide receiver trend here. I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson. I think that what he does is critical for the Steelers. I know he dropped a potential touchdown this past week, but he is the person, he is Big Ben's go-to. He is the possession guy. He's not necessarily a deep threat, but if the Steelers are converting third downs, if they're, you know, they might look for him in the red zone, Deontay Johnson is a critical guy to, keep your eye on in this matchup Derek let's go back to you for number five
0: yeah so uh we've talked about Dalvin Cook probably not playing we're talking about Adam Thielen probably not playing I mean based on the injury report today I am going to take the offensive player for the Vikings that's probably going to have to play well in this game and that is going to be Kirk Cousins Um, he is uh, the quarterback for the Vikings of course And he's going to have to be the offense. Nice. Uh, Let's move on to your next pick. I uh, just kind of cut that one short, I didn't mean to.
1: No, you're good. I'm going to go to the Vikings defense. We haven't talked about anyone on that defense yet. If I'm going to bring up Deontay Johnson, I'm going to bring up the guy who I think is going to face him, Patrick Peterson. Uh, He's coming off the COVID list, so he should be back for this week. He didn't play last week when the Vikings defense looked really miserable in the secondary as they lost to the Lions of all teams. So I think that what Patrick Peterson can do is going to be essential for the Vikings to try to get some stops, maybe even get a pick of Big Ben.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm going to, to kind of just roll along when it comes to Vikings players. I went two Sealers to my top. I'm going to go two Vikings uh, for my next two picks. And... Who is uh, Kirk Cousins going to throw to? It's going to have to be his tight end, Tyler Conklin, and um, a a great uh, possession guy and a great um, move the chains guy in the grand scheme of things. So they're going to have to find a way to matriculate the ball down the field, and that's going to be for Tyler Conklin is going to be that guy, I think. Let's move on to the next.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and detour, but it's a player – Well, it's not a player. It's a coach. It's my crucial coach of the week. It's actually Carl Dunbar, who is the defensive line coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Derek, here's something you may not know. Please tell me. Carl Dunbar used to be the defensive line coach at Oklahoma State. What? He was there when Kevin Williams had his breakout senior year in 03. And so, and helped him be able to become a first round draft pick that was taken by the Vikings.
0: I had no idea.
1: Um, From there, he went to the NFL. He's worked with Tommy Harris. He ended up going back to the Vikings and worked with Kevin and Pat Williams on the defensive line, which was a just beautiful defensive line if you're familiar with them. He, you know, has coached under Nick Saban. He's coached under uh, at Alabama. He's got a national title there. He's coached for the under the Rex Ryan with the Jets and the Bills. He's been a little bit of everywhere, and yeah, I think that what he does with Cam Hayward and that defensive line is really critical, and that's why I I wanted to make sure to go ahead and highlight him as my
0: crucial coach this week. That is a good story and a very. Uh, Bringing it back to Oklahoma-based, I like it. So uh, my last pick in this draft, and I appreciate everyone following along, is going to be a Steeler, and I have Najee Harris up there, um, and I think he's going to be the focal point of the of the offense for the Steelers. But you have to get the safeties uh, away from the from the the front and so you have to stretch the field a little bit. For the Steelers, that's going to be Chase Claypool is is the speedster that's going to get down the field um run underneath the ball that uh, I'm not sure Ben throws that deep anymore but uh at least keeps him honest. So Chase Claypool is going to be a uh, I remember when uh, when Sean talked about Chase Claypool um I think uh a season or two when i before when i was just a listener and not a uh, a co-host of the podcast that uh, that sean our on assignment co-host currently uh, when he was talking about how well that chase claypool did so um t- taking it back and uh just sean i know you're listening and i uh, miss getting to talk to you on this podcast Uh, Caleb, who is our last pick? Who's Mr. Irrelevant in our most impactful people of Thursday Night Football?
1: So I know this one's going to be in a dome, but it's something that has troubled Minnesota for a while. I'm going with their kicker, Greg Joseph. He's been pretty good this year, but anytime you're trying to get a win against a team, especially a Steelers team that has a solid defense, you've got to be able to come away with points. Anytime you're within like the 40-yard line and i think greg joseph is going to be someone who has an impact whether he's making them or if unfortunately for the vikings he is missing them oh, oh so let's go ahead and go to the spread that we have for this game uh, the vikings are a three-point favorite the over under is 44 and a half points derek where do you land as far as this game is concerned
0: yeah, so I think that this is going to be a relatively low-scoring game, and I think that favors the Steelers just a little bit. So I think the Steelers go into uh, the Minnesota Vikings territory, um, take down that horn that you dislike so much, and uh, I don't think they win the game, but I think they lose by less than three. I just think it's going to be... Uh, a pretty close game in the grand scheme of things. And so I had the Steelers plus three on my side. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with
1: the Steelers plus three as well, but I will go ahead and call the upset. I I, I have a tough time picking Minnesota to win anything after they lost against the Lions. True. And I know it's a short week, but I also know that they lost Adam Thielen. I think being able to potentially give Mike Tomlin a easy matchup, to scheme against is really bad for Minnesota. Um, We know Minnesota is going to want to run the ball. We didn't mention Alexander Madison, but honorable mention Alexander Madison. Um, I I just don't see where they're getting enough from their offense or probably from their defense. I mean, they gave up 30 points to the Lions who aren't scoring a ton. So I'm going to go ahead and go out here. I'm going to say it's on the underside of it, but I'm going to go Steelers. 19, Vikings, 15. Okay. Bit of an odd score for me there. Apparently I'm projecting a lot of field goals in this matchup.
0: It's true. Which, I mean, you did take Greg Joseph. So um, that does mean something in the grand scheme of things. So that that is week 14's game. Let's go back to week 13 just for a moment. And I will tell you that uh, Caleb had... Uh, two out of his four uh, picks hit um, with the Colts minus nine, Patriots plus 2.5. Um, but I will say that I chose the Lions plus seven. Not as a, as a winner, but they did win. They did cover the points. Um, go Lions. Um, Motor City, Dan Campbell, um, you have uh, made a, a, at least for a week you have made a very happy detroit team so let's talk about week 14 that we're in with the thursday night football game and i will go over my favorite uh, first so i have the rams coming to the cardinals um, and i have the cardinals plus three they are favored by three and much like Um, This Thursday night game, with it being a three-point game, I'm going to take the Cards minus three um, at home versus the Rams. Um, Caleb, who's your favorite? Uh,
1: What's that? Pick home team minus three uh, as our favorite? Uh, I'm going to do that with the Buccaneers. Uh, They're hosting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, like I've said last week when I picked against them uh, with the Patriots. I don't know what to expect from the Bills week to week. Tregevius White is out, and I think that Tom Brady is going to be able to have a great game against this Bills defense. And I I think Josh Allen might have a great game too, but I think he's going to make more mistakes than Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably a high-scoring one. Potentially, I would say if you wanted to put it with the over of 52.5, I'd be okay with that, which is kind of insane. But uh, I'm going to say Buccaneers minus three. I feel much better about that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that uh, kind, of, kind of leads into my point as well. So my underdog is the football team, Washington, D.C. football team. They um, are an underdog of four points. So it is Washington football team plus four. Uh, While they're at home with the Cowboys coming to town now if you listen to our other episode You know that I chose the Cowboys to win the game But when you have a four-point spread, I think it's going to be tied up most of the game and the Cowboys are going to kick a field goal at the end of the game to win by three and the football team to uh, to cover that spread so uh taking it as the 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 cowboys have a uh win just uh, just minutely and the football team and the 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 fight taylor heineke's uh, uh to cover that one what about your underdog there caleb
1: so i know this may surprise you especially if you heard our power rankings episode yesterday but i'm taking the falcons plus three um I'm not impressed with their roster, but I am impressed with their coaching and they're playing Carolina in Carolina. Carolina just fired Joe Brady and their backfield is currently Cam Newton and Chuba Hubbard. Uh, While I do not say negative things about Chuba Hubbard because of of my (laughs) co-host, that that is not the, not, not the backfield they are looking for. Um, So I think the Falcons find a way to get the upset, keep themselves in this playoff hunt in the weird and wacky nfc and move to six and seven this week um let's see they have that over under at about 42 and a half as well i'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there i'm going to say it goes over i'm going to say falcons 27 panthers 20 just 20 we'll go there there you go
0: yeah so uh we that gives me a nice segue to our points uh, this is where we look at an over or an under so i'm going to combine my two favorite things of the week uh first i talked about how the lions got me a, a a cover last week and of course my broncos so uh we have a broncos versus lions game in denver and the over-under for that game is 42. I don't think the Lions are going to score that much on that defense. And I don't think that the the Broncos are going to have to score a bunch to win the game. I, I think the Broncos win the game. I'm not choosing uh, the... Let's see, that is an 8-point spread. I am. I am definitely not. So I'm taking the under. So Broncos, Lions, under 42 points. Um what about you Caleb uh what uh, do you have an over or an under for a game
1: So I'm going with the Ravens and Browns. They're facing each other for the second time within 3 weeks. They when they played each other a couple weeks ago in Baltimore, it was 16 to 10. The Ravens haven't had any game where them and their opponent have gone over a combined 40 points since November 7th when they went to overtime against the Vikings. I think the Ravens and Browns keep it low scoring again. Give me the Ravens Browns under 42 and a half. Lock it in.
0: Yeah. So I was going to laugh and say that uh, they're going to tie that game. And, uh, but you can't tie uh, and and get the exactly 42 because it's 42 and a half. Yeah. For you. Uh, so, uh, but I think, you know, Here's the thing, Broncos, Lions, they're going to tie, and they're each going to score 21 points. And uh, I'm going to have a push on mine. Uh, So we always pick a game that we want to avoid. We're not going to pick it. We're not going to even think about it. And for me, this week is the Seahawks and the Texans. Um, The line is 7.5. The over-under is 42 points. I do not know where the money is on that, or, or where I can make money over/under. Choosing one particular team, I'm assuming a team is going to win that game, as uh, most of the time it does happen that way. So I'm just going to avoid it. I'm just going to walk away. Seahawks, have a nice, uh, have a nice week. Texans, uh, the fighting Tyrod Taylor's, are, uh, you know, have a nice day yourself. I'm walking away. Who are
1: you avoiding this week, Caleb? So it's a really close game. 49ers plus one versus the Bengals minus one. Over-unders 47.5. Both of those are about as average as you can make them out to be. The 49ers just lost to Seattle, who that was frustrating. And the Bengals just lost to the Chargers. So I don't feel great about either team. Neither one of them is riding momentum. Jill Burrow could be hurt. Yeah, I just don't want to touch this one. I think that it's a, a bad pick. Stay, stay away.
0: That's uh, that's very smart. So, speaking of Chargers, um, that uh, that beat the Bengals last week. I am going to uh, on my wild card game. This is this is a game that we don't really expect to hit, but it's just a kooky game that um we think it would be fun to pick and we doesn't hold against uh, no one's going to hold it against if we uh we get it wrong for me this week it's going to be the chargers um game and it's going to be the giants plus ten and a half everyone knows how much i love a double digit spread and how much i love a half point spread as well where i'm sure there is uh there's definitely going to be there's not going to be a push. Put it that way. It has to. It's a, a ten and a half. So, if they're at ten or eleven, there's at least going to be a a win or loser on that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it. They're going to the Giants are going to L.A. The I don't know who the Chargers actually are. I mean, I I love Justin Herbert, and uh, that's a little spoiler for, uh, uh for another episode. But <laughs> ten and a half is a lot of points in the NFL. So. Uh, My wild card, Giants plus ten and a half. Caleb, uh, do you play poker? Do you play with wild cards?
1: I I do like wild cards. Uh, Maybe doing some one-eyed jacks or some one-eyed kings, just to make it where people really have to pay attention to what they're looking at. Uh, My my wild card this week, though, I am going with the Packers. I'm being a little (laughs) bit of a homer here. Minus twelve and a half against Chicago. When they played at Chicago, the Packers won by 14 early in the year, missed some opportunities. We're getting a Packers team that is coming off a bye. You know, the only person who I know of who's on the COVID list is Jordan Love, and uh, he wouldn't play on the field anyway. Uh, So, you know, Rodgers is there. Adams is there. Lazard is there. Uh, They're saying that we might be getting some of the all pros back, like Jer Alexander and David Bakhtiari which it's about time. And, I don't think he's
0: coming back this week. Well, we'll see.
1: We'll see. I, I, it. This is what happens when we record early in the week, and uh, I have to wait until Sunday night for a game. It, at this point, anything can happen. So is it a big spread? Yes. The Bears are way worse than they were when we played them earlier in the year. Justin Fields is hurt. Uh, Alan Robinson has been out. Khalil Mack is hurt. Like, it, it, there, there's not a lot of things to look forward to uh, for Chicago, um, except for, uh, as I said, you know, maybe if we go out and blow them out, by maybe, you know, 20 or 30, maybe you can actually have your head coach get fired like you want, Bears fans, so. You would uh, knew exactly where I was going with
0: my joke afterwards. I didn't know does for Matt sure. Does but... get to, does he get to come back? Does he get on the team plane to come back to Chicago? Or is he, um, is he stopping by someplace else and sleeping on the couch that night?
1: I mean, I don't know very many people who are gonna let him sleep on the couch. Uh, but they'd probably love for him to stay coach of the Bears uh, there in Green Bay.
0: So, true. Um, I, I think that's oh, it, Derek. Is that everything? Oh my goodness! I, uh, I I saw these all these rest these notes that uh, that we had, but those are just the odds for this week of the teams that are playing. So, we want to thank you for listening to this episode, and we want you to to choose some games and send them to our Twitter at Brody Talk is our Twitter address and take a look at, at some of the odds and say, you know, tell us where we're wrong. If you've got a better game out there for an over, under or against a spread, send it to us. You can find that link and all of our others at our Linktree account L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash Brody Talk we would also really prefer um, as an early christmas present to get a review from you so give us a five star if you uh want uh, i know that on your christmas tree is only one star but go ahead and give us five and leave a review if uh, that's possible on your favorite podcasting platform I'll buy some of our merch from our linktree account as well so for myself a very um he's looking for a manger right now for him mary and joseph that would be sean our absent coach uh he is following the star himself and of course uh my lovely lovely co-host with the the sinus voice caleb do me a favor and have a wonderful day
1: bye everyone